0: Hey guys, it's Keon and today I'm going to be talking about the losers at UFC 286, making a video that discusses what's next for them, who should they fight, and where does their career go from here. So let's start with Kamaru Usman, who has lost to Leon Edwards for a second time in a row now, and he's in a pretty difficult spot in my opinion because it seems like there is no way for him back to trying to become the number one best welterweight of all time. He was in contention for that against george St-Pierre. People were saying he is a couple of defenses away from doing that, but then he loses to Leon Edwards in their second fight and it seemed like it was all gone. But personally I thought, you know what, if he was to win against Leon Edwards in their third fight, maybe he could bounce back get a couple more title defenses against names like Hamza Chimaev, um, who else, like Shafkar Rahmanov, Bilal Mohamed. If he was to defend his belt again, even, even though he lost to Leon Edwards, I think he would have redeemed himself and gotten back to a place where we could have considered him as the greatest welterweight of all time. But with this defeat at UFC 286, I think he has solidified his spot as the number two greatest welterweight of all time which is amazing but you know of course it sucks because this guy not only wanted to become the greatest welterweight of all time he wanted to become one of the greatest fighters of all time he wanted to move up to light heavyweight to capture a belt there wanted to box canelo like kamaru had huge aspirations at one point and it just seems like it's all done now after these past two defeats but with this defeat to leon edwards in their third fight it was still a competitive fight i can't say it was fully one-sided yes in a way it kind of was a dominant performance from leon he made it look easier than many expected but kamaru still did pretty good especially at the age of 35 with all the injuries he has with his back against the wall coming off of a huge knockout I think he looked pretty impressive I just do think his time at the top is over at least at welterweight so what's his next move from here and personally it's it's very difficult to say because you can't say he should stay at welterweight maybe try to climb back up and capture the belt again I guess he can do that, but in my opinion, I think the chapter at 170 is closed. He has done everything he's had to do to build a legacy there. There's no doing anything better. If anything, it's just going down from here if he continues at 170, in my opinion. So there are a couple of options here. One of them is take the money fight route. Take big time fights against big names. Have fun fights. You'll be competitive in there make money, get a lot of attention on you and ride your career off into the sunset. Because after all, like I said, he's 35, turning 36 soon. Might as well just enjoy the last years of your career and make the most money you can. But the only reason why I think that's difficult for Kamaru is because he's not a money fighter. I feel like a person who fits the money fighter mold is someone who likes to get into wars who's also a big name and to be honest without the belt kamaru is not that big name as former champion i don't think it's a big enough name value for him to be a money fighter so because of that and also because he's still a very good fighter he's a very technical fighter not like a swing and bang type of guy who is gonna go to war with his opponent someone like a justin gaethje he's not that guy he ...wants to win fights, he wants to look impressive... ...and that, once again, just doesn't fit the money fighter mold... ...which is why I don't think that's the route he should go. In my opinion, I think it's time for him to move up to 185... ...and see what he can do there. Get to that weight class, beat some guys... ...and try to get a title shot and possibly capture another belt... ...and become a two-division champion. Not simultaneous, but still two divisions like that is going to help his career quite a bit especially at this point if he was to capture another belt and do it at 185 I think he can redeem himself from these two losses quite a bit because right now it seems like he's on the decline that's just the truth but if he captures another belt he could revive his career in a way and like I said add another belt which would be massive and hey 185 is favorable for him for a wrestler like Kamaru. There's not many wrestlers there, I think you could find a lot of success there. But the only issues are the guys are going to be bigger. That's one, and two, Israel Adesanya is there. We don't know if he's going to recapture his belt or not. If he does, it's going to be hard for Kamaru to try to chase a title at 185 and become the champion because he said time and time and- again, that he doesn't want to fight Israel. But if Israel loses to Alex Pereira for a second time in MMA, I think it's clear that Kamaru should move up. And I think the path for him to a title would be very quick. All he would need is one big win at 185, someone in the top five. And if he looks impressive, I could see him leapfrogging all the way to a title shot right after. And if it's Alex Pereira who's holding the belt, that would be a very favorable matchup for him but once again even though Alex Pereira is not that great of a wrestler the size advantage is just massive this guy is a light heavyweight at middleweight and we have to consider that even though Kamaru is a strong wrestler but at the same time even though he's a strong wrestler he hasn't really been implementing it as much as he once used to as he once used to do because The guy's knees are just not as good as they once were, and injuries have taken over. So, his fighting style is not as dominant as it once was. And who knows if that's going to fare well against a huge fighter like Alex Pereira, or let's say like a fighter like Robert Whitaker, who, in my opinion, is still in his prime, still healthy, still good. And that also will be a tough fight for Kamaru. So, even though Kamaru can move up to 185 and find success there. There's no guarantee he'll become the champion. So it is hard to say that he can redeem himself from these two defeats to Leon. But I think it's the best option for him to move up to this 185-pound division and try to build a legacy there. A good first fight at 185 for him. I say give him someone in the top five. (laughs) If anything, give him... Marvin Vittori. Marvin's coming off of a win against Roman delize at UFC 286. So if they wanted to get Kamaru into that top five right away, do it against Marvin Vittori. Big name value coming off a win. I think it would be massive and very favorable for Kamaru, at least in my opinion. So maybe give him that fight. Maybe Apollo Costa, uh, um, someone in the top five where kamaru could possibly get the win and then fight for the title afterwards i think that would be the next move for him the co-main event the person who lost that fight um i said almost said roman delizé we'll talk about him but rafael fazeev coming off of that majority decision defeat to justin gaethje still a very fun fight and honestly despite this loss for rafael I feel like his stock did not go down. If anything, it went up because it showed that he can hang with the top guys in this division. And even though his time is not now, in the future, I definitely think he will be in the top five and in title talks. So not the worst defeat in the world. Really showed how strong, how tough he is. And that's what you need to be, one of the top guys In any division, but especially in this 155-pound division, so his stock is okay right now. Now it's a matter of who is he going to fight next, and you know I think a good option for him would be maybe Jalen Turner. Jalen Turner is coming off of a defeat to Matous Gamrot. Two guys coming off of defeats who were on nice winning streaks before. I think that would make sense, but at the same time, I don't want to see either of those guys lose in that matchup because i think they both have a lot of promise i don't want to see them go either of them go on a two-fight losing skid so maybe you give him Matosh gamrod or armin saruki and one of those guys very competitive fight coming off wins i think that makes a lot of sense to me give him one of those and yeah i think uh He's not at the top yet. He's in that 10 to 6 type of spot still, which is still very good. Like you have Matoush, you have um, Armin, you have Jalen. Who else is in that top 10 to top 6? Just a lot of good talent. A lot of up-and-comers in that that range right there. So I think uh, it's it's okay that he lost of course it would have been preferable for raphael to win this fight but he could bounce back in his next fight and i do think there's a good chance of him doing that and yeah i say give him one of those guys that i just mentioned now we talk about brian Barberina coming off of a defeat to gunner nelson brian took this fight on short notice so you can't really hate on him for that and say that oh his stock went down even though it was a first round submission defeat it's like you know it is what it is um he wasn't really in a favorable position to win so you know tough luck but i say just let him continue on the path of being a gatekeeper i guess because this isn't a guy that i think is going to climb up the rankings and be a contender anytime soon so He's still a tough fighter for anyone so give him a, an up-and-comer or a vet I think either of those options work for Brian Barberina still a very entertaining fighter I really can't name a specific guy I don't know like maybe Michelle Pereira I don't know Ma- Michelle Pereira is too high of a ranked fighter someone unranked I-, I really don't know who who I could say for an unranked fighter for Brian Barberina but someone unranked could be an up- up-and-comer could be a vet it all makes sense to me now we talk about roman delize not roman delize casey o'neill who's coming off of a defeat to jennifer maya it's a tough defeat for casey o'neill she came back after more than a year because of acl injury and at one point before that she was seen as the future of this 125 pound division possibly a future champ in this 125 pound division but she comes back and she just didn't look too impressive against Jennifer Maya, a vet in the game. I got to give credit to Jennifer because I didn't think she'd be able to handle an up- and, up-and-comer like Casey O'Neill. But man, um, she, she did very well. She was able to avoid most of her attacks, even though Casey was chasing her the whole time. The counters from Jennifer were just too good. And Casey was just unable to get much going when it came to her offense. So, good win for Jennifer Maya. Sucks for Casey O'Neill. I don't think it's the end of her run to the top. But I do think the excitement for her to become a champion one day, especially at 125, is not as high as it once was, especially with this defeat, this long layoff. momentum is not on her side so what's next for casey o'neill honestly just uh give her an up-and-comer not an up-and-comer but another vet like she fought roxanne modafari before this won the fight now she fought jennifer maya lost the fight i think i think it would be nice to give her another vet i'm just thinking maybe someone like caitlin chukagian uh would be good um who else is there i was gonna say jessica Andrade, but i think jessica Andrade is still too tough of a fight uh for casey o'neill so honestly i say either someone like caitlyn chukagian or lauren murphy i think those two make a lot of sense vets in the game former title contenders i think that would be a good next step for her not someone not an up-and-comer i think you want to still build casey o'neill stock she's still young so she still has time to make a comeback. It sucks that this happened, but hey, it is what it is. Growing pains, and I think there's a good chance she can come back better. Now we talk about Roman Delize coming off of a defeat to Marvin Vittori. Very competitive fight. Very close fight. Um, you could argue that Roman won. I'm not upset that Marvin got the decision by the end, but similar to the justin gaethje and rafael fazia fight roman delize showed that he belongs in the top of the mix at 185 in his division so even though he lost this fight i don't think his stock takes too big of a hit so you know things are still going good for roman delize it would have been nice for him to get the win and really shake up this 185 pound division but It is what it is. Marvin still solidified his spot in the top five. Good for him. For Roman, um, of course, it's a step back a little bit, but not too big of a step. I think there is a bright future for him at middleweight. So who should he fight next? Maybe fight someone like Jack Hermanson. Maybe another fellow up-and-comer like Nasruddin Imovov. Um, who's Who's the guy? with uh the Andre Muniz. I was gonna say the guy with the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Andre Muniz would be a good option. Um both of them coming off with defeats also up and comers. But once again it's 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 hard to put these up and comers against each other because you want them to build up and meet each other in the top five or a championship fights in the future. So as much as that would make sense maybe give Roman maybe the winner of Kelvin Gastelum and what's his name Chris Curtis they're going to be fighting soon so that makes a lot of sense maybe give uh, Roman Sean Strickland I feel like it sucks for Sean Strickland he's always in this position where he fights tough up-and-comers because it just seems like he's a good option for that Um, but yeah Sean Strickland would also make sense too so all of those options would be good for Roman Delizze, but yeah, that's all I have for now for who I think the losers should fight next, what they should do moving forward. What do you think? What's next for them? I don't know how to end this video, but what's next for them? Who should they fight? And yeah, that's all I have for now. So I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye.